What's up, folks? How's everyone doing out there in internet land? I hope everyone's fine and dandy. We're moments away from the big game. The big game's coming. Uh, I know, oh, he's fear-mongering. He's scaring us all. No, it's just the reality. It's just what's coming. Uh, it's uh, I'm going to report to you what I hear. I'm being transparent. I'm being completely transparent and uh, my my objective here is not to scare the shit out of anybody. By now, you should be preparing. Um, global exercises commence. So here we go with, you know what that means whenever they say global exercises, you know what that means. It's game time. Global exercises are getting started. They cannot stop Trump at any cost. They're like, man, what can we do? Nikki Haley was kind of like their last... I guess you could say semi-obstacle to try to stop the freight train didn't work. They were hoping some kind of uh, something would happen in South Carolina. It didn't happen. Um, so now, folks, looks like a stock market crash could be looming. I got to say could. It could be happening. Um, and uh, events to transpire. So this is all going to come together as one nice package or night one nicely made big shit sandwich for all of us to take a bite out of. They're desperate. They have to make a move right now, right now. So pay attention to the broadcast that I'm uh, airing right now. This one and many more to come. It's going to get, it's going to get heavy. Um, I'm not going to predict dates, although I'm looking at March and April. Uh, I'm looking at those months with a magnifying glass to, uh, you know, everyone's everyone's talking about it. So, folks, you can Venmo me, D-Rod1977, D-Rod1977. Can you hear me all right? Give me a thumbs up. Uh, when the lights go out on Amazon, when the lights go out on Amazon, my crazy story, it's definitely entertaining. Believe it or not, there's some chapters that I left out of here because they were just so batshit crazy. Like the donkey show. Sancho goes to the donkey show and it uh, traumatizes him for the rest of his life. <laughs> traumatizes Sancho. Sancho did not like the donkey show. The donkey show was not for Sancho. Uh, and my mama's book, The Mexican Mix, where she goes slumming. <laughs> Back then, that was slumming. Let me tell you, she was the dirty white girl. <laughs> Just kidding. I love you, Mom. All right. So, uh, I got to tell you, lots going down February 26th. Today, is that today? Yes, it is. I'm sober four years and two months, folks. Still going strong, and don't you know, <laughs> I think about it. I wouldn't say every day. But boy, I would give for some Baileys in my coffee, wouldn't I? I wasn't an alcoholic like that. I wasn't like the type of alcoholic that uh, needed to have a drink every day. I wasn't, or I'd get the shakes. I wasn't like that. I was a binge drinker. So in other words, if I went out, we're going hard. <laughs> we're going hard. And you better bring your big boy pants because we could get in a fight. We could get arrested. We could get a DUI. Anything, everything. Everything's off the table. Or is everything on the table? I keep getting that confused. I'm about to read the Noble Gold article. The Noble Gold ad. So you know what word I have problems with. And I get some emails from you guys like how to say the word. It doesn't matter. 
<laughs> Doesn't matter. It's, fucking... it's elusive to me for some reason. All right, folks. Global financial storms might be raging, but thousands of investors in precious metals with noble gold are smiling. Uh, they know that whatever happens, their investments will be safe from the turmoil. Protect your savings from market volatility. 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 Volatility with noble gold investments IRA and claim your free silver virtue uh, th- coin. Talk to a noble gold investments expert today and they'll talk you through your options. And if you qualify, they'll guide you through the whole process. Uh, call 877-646-5347 today and take control of your financial future. Colin Plume is a, is a personal friend of mine. Uh, good guy. He's helping me through the my options and the process. Thank you for the super chat, by the way. Dry Martini. I saw that. Ooh. Yeah, sometimes, but keep going. You got, oh, gosh. Oh, why do you have to put that out there? I don't like martinis too much. I don't like, you know, all alcohol really tastes like shit. But it's for me, when I'm drinking, I'm going at it. It's like all cylinders are firing. I'm forgetting about how fucked up life is. <laughs> That's why you drink. You pause to think. If you want to pause from thinking, start drinking. <laughs> All right. Spotify Nino's Corner. Telegram Nino's Corner. Uh, Getter Nino's Corner. Rumble Nino's Corner. That's the way I do that. Rumble Nino's Corner. True Social, David Rodriguez Boxer. Instagram, David Nino Rodriguez Boxer. I did a test on Instagram, by the way, and I was right. So on Instagram, I went on my David Nino Rodriguez boxer account, which no one one can find because it's so heavily banned. Uh, I went on there and I did a video. And I'm like, all right, I got almost 400 people on here. Out of 142,000, that's what I got on there. I'm like, okay, makes no sense. Then I went to my other account that's verified. Uh, That's Nino's Truth, Nino's Truth on Instagram. And I did a video from there as well. And wouldn't you know, (laughs) wouldn't you know, a lot more people on that video, and there's only about 60,000 on there. And a hell of a lot more went on to that to watch me live. So I know, I know the game now. Gotcha red-handed. Twitter, Nino Boxer, PatriotWare.com. Bing, right there, right there. Get yourself some, get yourself a Sancho, sir. People will ask you, who the fuck is Sancho? And then you'll have to say, <laughs> the man that plays, that is allowed. To play with my wife and my mother and my sister. (laughs) I can do nothing about it. Sancho comes in the night like a thief in the night. Ninoscorner.tv. Mike King, part two. Now, I had the balls to do it. I went for it. Hitler (laughs) re-examined. And I got to say, it's powerful and it's very eye-opening. So, get over to Ninoscorner.tv. In fact, someone ripped it, okay? They steal my videos on Nino's Corner.tv all the time. And then they get strike. They don't realize they're going to get a strike on their platform. And I have a team of tech guys that watch for this stuff and they take down the videos, right? Because it's stealing my intellectual property. Um, so they, you know, but it's up there trending at number five right now. It was at number five on uh, Before It's News. I'm like, okay, cat's out of the bag. I'm, <laughs> is there going to be someone outside my house ready to lynch me? Anyway. I'm just asking questions. I leave no stone unturned. Uh, I just, uh, I'm asking questions. That's it. That's all. I'm not, I'm not saying he's a good guy or a bad guy. We're just re-examining history here. 
That's all I'm doing. Um, so Mike King part two is up right now. I got the ghost going on, going up today. I'm going to put them up today. The two scenarios gamed out of what's going to happen. So what he's talking about is he's saying corporations, big corporations, as we're seeing all the big billionaires sell in the stock market, sell in the market. Corporations are being briefed right now on how to handle the coming disaster. So it's coming, folks. Whether you like it or not, it's coming. And he he talks about the two scenarios, a three-month and an 18-month or longer scenario, which we do not want. So that's going to be on ninoscorner.tv today. You've got to get there and watch this. It'll help you get in the right mindset of what's to come. I also have Cash Patel coming on today. Give me your questions for Cash Patel. I put that on Twitter. List your questions here. If you got some questions from Cash, um, put them on Twitter. I'll ask the questions. I like to get my audience involved. Um, Juan O'Saven, the danger zone. We are now in the danger zone. He's going to come on, talk about that. SGN on. We're going to war game together. Me and SGN on. Bull Pony's coming back on. Jim Willie's coming back on. And Dustin Nemos <laughs> coming back on. All right, folks, you might want to turn it down or turn it up, baby. Yeah. Do I sound like this stripper guy, the uh, uh, DJ at the strip club? Turn it down or turn it up. Put your hands together. Oh, yeah. Get on that lap. Get that lap dance, fellas. Oh, yeah. $10 lap dances. $10 lap dances. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. $10 lap dances. Give a hand for Ivy. Ivy up to the stage. Stage one. Stage one, Ivy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I've been there a few times. Would you like to go back to the champagne room? <laughs> Come on, come with me, David. Come back to the champagne room. Oh, you can do anything you want in the champagne room. You can touch it. You can touch it. All right, folks, turn it down or turn it up. Oh, here we go. Coming at you from the apocalypse, baby. Yeah, let's go. Game time. It's game time. So. War exercises commence. Global military exercises. What the fuck would you need that for? I don't know. <laughs> Global war. Um, so large-scale exercises launch this month. 26 events. Golly, 26 events. And 11 combatant commands will showcase. Will showcase. They're going to showcase what they got. Uh, how multi, uh, multinational service members across the world can operate as one, as one in air, land, sea, and space, folks. They're gonna, it's a nice way of putting, <laughs> I don't know, World War fucking three. Oh boy, man, this is getting serious. And I, I know I make a joke out of it and I'm up here clowning around and that, 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 that. But this is serious. I, I don't know. I don't know any other way to read the news, except insane. <laughs> it's insane. Um, 
Venezuela gets safer as criminals, single men, and gangs flee the country. <laughs> Where are they going? I don't know. But Venezuela is all of a sudden one of the safest places to go. So if you want to go leave America and go visit Venezuela, now's the time. You know why? Because they're all coming here. All right. <clears throat> so by now you should understand they are in disbelief. But folks, they really are in disbelief. Uh, they have not stopped Mr. T. They have not stopped him, and they're like, what the hell's going on? We got to stop this man. Time to unplug and go to plan B. Make sure the exercises are commenced. They commence, and uh, all the fleets are out, the aircraft carriers, the jets, everything. Get them out there. Let's go. So they have thrown every obstacle and hurdle at him with no success. Ask yourself why. Ask yourself why. If this was just a common man, if this was just a regular Joe running for president, he would have folded up camp a long time ago, folks, a long time ago. And he would have said, you know what? I'm going home. Been nice. I'm almost 80 years old. I'm getting the fuck out of here. You all are crazy. Fuck this shit. I just want to go have, uh, I want to go enjoy my grandkids. That's not what's happening. What kind of man would put his family life and reputation in such danger? <laughs> well, my only response is a man on a mission and a man that would maybe is a, I don't know, could be, maybe, should, maybe, I don't know, an operation. I can't believe, like, so many people are scared to, like, talk about this. It's, it's unbelievable. Other, like, conservative pocket, oh, I can't touch that with a 10-foot pole. I, I, I just just... They're going to have to. They're going to be forced to soon enough. And just know you heard it here on Nino's Corner all the time. I never shied away from it. I put my balls on the line. Thank you, DD2. I put it all out there, folks. I lay it out for you all to play it out. Now, this is a lot of my opinion is what it is. So now that they can't stop them, the pa- these are now coming they, this What's coming is the panic stages. And a lot of you are like, you've been saying that for four years. Yeah. And what's happened these last four years? How has your life changed these last four years? <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Um, so the game just got ratcheted up a few notches now, folks. And I would say more than just a few notches. Get ready. Buckle up. And, uh. Uh, strap on your seat, your seatbelts, folks, because it's about to get crazy. Maybe uh, I don't know. Could could there be an attempt on his life? I really hope not. Um, or maybe some kind of event, which is already starting, <laughs> to halt the you know what. Cat Davis, thank you. Could we be looking at the first event to take place in March or April? 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 Uh, anything's possible, folks. Uh, Jacob Rothschild, financier and philanthropist, dies at 87. I don't think anything happened to him. I think the guy was just old as dirt and uh, time for him to go. So financier, philanthropist, and a head of the renowned Rothschild Empire, Lord Jacob Rothschild, has died at age 87. See, folks, even they die. <laughs> a lot of people are like, well, they're still, you know, ah, I don't buy it. I you can't beat Father Time. Father, I learned the hard way. Father Time is undefeated. 
Father Time is undefeated, folks. Got to respect Father Time, God, whatever you want to call it. It takes us all out. That's why they're so dead. They can't stand this. They can't understand it. That's why these. That's why they want to live forever. They believe they're gods and they want to live forever. So they got to beat this. They got to beat death. That's the last obstacle. And the way they think they figured this out is, well, let's just transport our consciousness into an avatar and we live forever, not understanding the soul component that we have souls <laughs> that belong to God. And this is all a process. But to them, <laughs> they want to live forever. They don't trust the process. All right. So the Rothschilds have estimated fortune of a... This doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, and we know it's a hell of a lot more than this. But they're saying $825 million. Sure. Maybe with a tree, a T, <laughs> a trillion. Thank you for the uh, thank you for the Snapchats or whatever the fuck. What is it? Super chats, Snapchats. Is there a Snapchat? Yeah. Okay, so he's dead. He's gone. 87 years old. Later. Sayonara. Have fun wherever you're going. Uh Trump wins South Carolina, easily beating Haley in her home state and closing in on the GOP nomination. Let's see what happens. Uh, Charleston, South Carolina, Donald Trump won South Carolina Republican primary on Saturday, easily beating former, former UN ambassador Nikki Haley in her home state and further consolidating his path to a third straight GOP nomination. Trump has now swept every contest that, that counted for Republican delegates, adding to previous wins in Iowa, New Hampshire, Nevada, and U.S. Virgin Islands. Haley is facing growing pressure to leave the race but says she's not going anywhere. <laughs> she's still not leaving. She's like the crazy ex-girlfriend. She ain't leaving. She's not going to let him be happy for the rest of his life. She's going to stalk him and stay on top of this. <sighs> Despite losing the state where she was governor from 2011 to 2017, because you know what she's hoping for, right, for, right, folks? Thank you, Texas Patriot. Texas Patriot, thank you. Uh, you know what she's hoping for. She's hoping the charges stick. And she's hoping he gets convicted. So that way she's lifted up onto the pedestal and everyone goes, you know what? She had the courage to stay in the race. She's she's a warrior. She's a warrior. Oh, my God. Let's vote for her. She is a warrior. Nikki Haley is the, the choice. That's what they're hoping for. I'm just telling you right now. Spoiler alert. Um, Haley isn't dropping out. <laughs> That's the next article. Haley isn't dropping out, but may, but may be near. But the end may be near. Charleston, South Carolina, even Nikki Haley is hinting her road may be coming to an end. Haley persisted through loss after loss in Iowa and New Hampshire and now South Carolina. And at least for the, ne for the next 10 days, she says she's refusing to back down from a primary fight that looks all but over. You know, folks... There's nothing I've I've had to I've had to come to terms with this. There's nothing wrong with bowing out and saying good fight. I did my best. I'm out. I had to do it myself. I know firsthand. I had one hell of a stellar career. I was 36. And I was probably the number one top prospect in box heavyweight boxing for at least four to five years. I know I was. I know I was. 36 and 0. But something happened in my life where the, the tide turned on me quick. 
and I got knocked out twice in a row. And once you get knocked out, your, your, your brain's never really the same. It's much easier to get knocked out again. And I had to bow out. I bow, And then I had another fight. I ended my career with a win, 37-2. and two. But, man, that 36-0 and 0 was unbelievable. It was stellar. But at the end of my career, it was <laughs> went to shit. And I had to have a back surgery and get out. But I think about it all the time. If I would have stayed in, God, I would have become a, 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 a Mexican piñata. <laughs> I would have been all fucked up. I wouldn't be doing this. I know that. I wouldn't be doing this stuff. I'd probably have brain damage. I'd probably be slurring and stumbling everywhere down the road and uh, begging for money in the corner. I don't know what I'd be doing. Selling my ass. I don't know. I don't know. It'd be really bad, though. If I would have stayed in it, it would have been bad. Time, my, the point being, time to just bow out and move on. We all want, we're all looking at you. We know what you're, we know what you're trying to do. It's like the fighter that has that one last good fight in him. At least he believes that. And it's never there. <laughs> it's never there. Uh, the Mexican Duke. You're right. I had the best left hook in boxing, by the way. Today, some, some people say Tommy Morrison, but mine was faster and my left hook was sharper. I had a sharper, faster left hook than Tommy Morrison. Tommy Morrison had a looping round left hook. I had a bang. It was like a bang. It was just incredible. Supernatural powers. Supernatural. I had a supernatural left hook. That's what everyone called it. The supernatural left hook. Uh, one third of South Carolina Republicans would spurn Trump if were he convicted exit poll. So a lot of people are like, oh, if he gets convicted, I'm done with him. So Washington. Some 32% of voters in South Carolina's Republican presidential primary contest think Donald Trump would not be fit for presidency if he were convicted of a crime. According to the preliminary results of an exit poll conducted on Saturday by Edison Research, the poll gathered responses from about 1,508 voters in the Republican contest. Updated results will be available as more responses are gathered. So they're saying that See, see, people fall for the narrative. People do fall for, oh, he's the, those charges are going to stick. He's a bad guy. He's a bad guy. And you know what? He's not fit for president. Let me just give you an example. So let me give you, so they're going, so now they're going to, the exact same thing that's happening to Biden right now about his mental decline, his cognitive abilities. They're now going to start gaslighting and projecting onto Trump. And I just took some headline examples to show you right now. I scoured, I scoured the internet and I found these. So pay attention because these are the articles that they're flooding the internet with right now. Just to show you what they're doing. Going after Trump's mental state, the Democrats are trying to use the exact same tactic being used against them. It's all information on war. So here are the example of the headlines. These are just a few examples of the headlines. Trump denies he has cognitive problem after recent gaffes. Says he agrees with Putin that Biden should be the next president. Okay, that's one. Number two, Donald Trump appears to get Melania's name wrong as expert warns he's showing gross signs of dementia. That's two. 
It's unbelievable. Three, Trump makes sale makes series of worrying blunders at weekend rally. Donald Trump made a series of blunders at a rally in Michigan over the weekend as questions continue to swirl about his mental capacity. New nickname they will try to use, Demented Don. So they're going to start calling him, probably CNN will use this. So, Demented Don, Demented Donald Trump recent blunders from forgetting Melania's name to Biden praise error. So, here they go. Whatever Biden's suffering from, they're going to throw it on and tack it on old Trumper. Donald Trump's divided Republican Party. He wins big in South Carolina, but won't beat Joe Biden without Nikki Haley's voters, they say. Do you really believe this? They're trying so hard. They're trying so hard. They're even starting World War III. <laughs> That's how hard they're trying. Oh, this is great. I can't, I can't believe I'm commentating the greatest. I, it's a privilege. to. to it's a privilege. I even have a fucking audience. It's a privilege to commentate the greatest show on earth right now. It's amazing. It's amazing. Everything's on everything. This is for the whole Casino Royale, folks. And I'm very proud of Nino's Corner.tv. I'm especially proud of myself today. I'm going to give myself a pat on the back or on the neck. I am four years, two months sober. You guys got any vices you want to quit? Your life will improve. Give it a shot. One day at a time, I'm doing it. It's hard. Some days are hard. (laughs) But I'm doing it. I'm doing it. So Donald Trump's easy victory in South Carolina over Nikki Haley on Saturday was another large stride toward his third Republican presidential nomination. But the results also revealed that the former president, (laughs) this is crazy, presides over a divided party. Are we really divided? That's what that, ah, nah. I think it was loud and clear. He beat the dick off her. Uh, Mr. T's victory again proved that he clearly is the favorite of most GOP partisans. As the exit polls show, he dominated with most party groups. His 20-point or so victory shows how much he now dominates the GOP. So how is a party divided if he won by 20 points? They're contradictory. They're, that's a contradiction. That's a contradiction in the article. Uh, even if his vote share did underperform what most polls have predicted. Democrats could vote in the GOP primary, yet few of them showed up to help Miss Haley. They may be happy to see a beatable Mr. T as the GOP nominee. Republicans consider Mr. T to be more and or less an incumbent who has who was denied a second term, and many think he deserves another chance to beat the beatable President Biden. From what I understand right now, from conversations I've had with people such as Juanito, the ghost, other people, they are worried sick, and now it's time to start global exercises, and will we see the stock market crash? Will we see a stock market crash in March or April? I don't know, and I know Bo Pony's going <laughs> to be real happy to hear this broadcast. Uh, I got him coming on. Uh so, they're saying here that Nazis mingle openly at CPAC, spreading anti-Semitic conspiracy theories and finding allies. The presence of these extremists have been persistent issue at CPAC. So, they're saying CPAC is suffering from these white supremacists. 
And in previous years, conference organizers have ejected well-known, you know what, and supremacists such as Nick Fuentes. Now, what's your old view on Nick Fuentes? I'm one foot out and one foot in. I, eh, I, I think, uh, you know, I have my opinion. I'd like to bring him on the show. I've asked him. But I, I think he said, well, I don't know if your YouTube audience would, uh, you know, I don't think it's safe to put on YouTube. But I think he only wants to go on YouTube. Nick, you're welcome to come on my show. I'd like to dig into that brain of yours and see what's going on, buddy. You're very, so the, the offer's there, Nick Fuentes. Come on my show. Um, I'll talk to you. I want to see, I want to see what's going on. I'm open-minded. Everyone, I lay it out for people to play it out. Talk to my audience, buddy. Let's go. Let's go. This is not a challenge. I'm not debating you. I just want to know what's swirling around in there, Nick. Hey, you know me, folks. I call it the way I see it. So they're saying that CPAC is plagued with these individuals. So let's... Uh, I have questions. I have a lot of questions. So let's see uh, if he comes on the show. Donald J. Trump is racing his time to find a half-billion-dollar bond. Donald, Mr. T is on the clock. The $454 million judgment that a New York judge imposed on Mr. T is in his civil fraud case just took effect on Friday, placing the former president in a precarious position. Now he must either come up with the money quickly or persuade a company to post a bond on his behalf, essentially vouching for him to the court with an IOU. The bond is likely to be his best bet. Mr. T also faces a $83.3 million judgment in an unrelated defamation case. Uh, does not have enough cash on hand to do it himself, according to a recent New York Times analysis of his finances. If Mr. T can find a bond company willing to deal this big, this big, it will require him to pay the firm a fee as high as 3% of the judgment and to pledge collateral. You got to think, folks, who would put themselves in this situation? And he's still running. So that has to tell you something. That tells you, that says it all to me. This guy can pack up and say, fuck this. I don't want any more of this. I'm done. I'm done. And believe me, if you don't think that that offer has been given to him many times, many times, hey, look, this guy is a very smart man. You think he's going to just lose it all? and his family, everything just be ruined, everything he worked for, all he would have to do is exit. All he would have to do is take the deal and say, no deal. Or no, it would say deal. But he didn't. He said, no deal. You got to think. I mean, this is common sense. Why does Trump owe $454 million? Ms. James took Mr. Trump to trial last year, accusing him of orchestrating a conspiracy to inflate his net worth to receive favorable loans. This month, Judge Arthur F. Engaron ruled Mr. T had done so and <laughs> meddled out of several punishments. The most severe was a $355 million penalty, $454, $156,783 as of Friday afternoon, thanks to the interest that continues to accrue. Man, this is almost comical. Today, the G7 just told Russia that they will confiscate the frozen $300 billion. Now the race is on for countries to dump their excess USDs, their dollars. 
park them in gold and silver, essentially. Man, basically anything that U.S. cannot confiscate. So, folks, get to Noble Gold. This is coming. This is coming, and I'm hearing soon. Sooner than later. It's coming soon. Better have some gold on you. Uh, Netanyahu says hostage deal will delay Rafa. Rafa, is that not saying that right? Rafa operation. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu told CBS Face the Nation on Sunday that a hostage deal between Israel and <laughs> will delay an IDF operation in Rafa, but stress Israel will still conduct the operation later. So he's like, all right, we'll pause for now, but it's going to happen later. Why it matters. The Biden administration is working to reach a hostage deal that would lead to at least six weeks of ceasefire in Gaza. <laughs> six weeks of ceasefire. And then they'll go back to bombing the shit out of them. Yeah, sounds great. Border news, folks. Border news. Hundreds of illegal immigrants released in San Diego streets after funding runs out. This is getting so bad. And it's 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 not getting bad. It's it's so bad. The U.S. Border Patrol began releasing hundreds of illegal immigrants onto the streets of San Diego on February 23rd, a day after a nonprofit group that was contracted to provide transportation, food, and other basic services for the immigrants ran out of funding and stuff and shut down the operations. More than 560 were released Friday morning. A Border Patrol source who asked to remain anonymous out of fear of retaliation told the Epic Times. The illegal immigrants were transported from a uh, from a processing facility in Ote Mesa, which was at 190% over capacity and released at, at, and, and released at this transit station in San Isidro, just north of the border, the source said. San Diego County has paid $6 million in South Bay Community Services since October to operate a migrant welcome center at a closed school in San Diego. What do you think these migrants are going to do? They have nothing to do. They're not looking for work. What do you think they're going to do? This is bad. Really bad, folks. I'm telling you right now, in California, whew, that's a tough state. Whew, I don't know. I don't know, man. We are in a, I can never imagine America would be in this situation that we're in right now. And we're here. Warring Mexican cartels wiping tourists off the face of the earth as they move into resorts. Innocent tourists have been caught up in crossfires. Man, this is crazy. They never used to touch resorts. They would, that was off limits. Families, children, all that was off limits back in the day. Not anymore. So visitors from around the world have become collateral damage with some being wiped off the face of the earth as the rules have changed, according to an expert. It comes as four Mexican drug cartels are reportedly murdering to assert dominance over an 80-mile stretch of resorts. This would have never happened back in the day. This is unheard of. This is going to ultimately hurt their business, but they don't give a shit. In just the last two weeks, it has been reported that a number of people from the U.S. have been have seen gruesome violence or been randomly targeted. A California woman was killed in the crossfire near Tulum Beach, 
while a man from New York was abducted with his eyes taped closed and dumped in the jungle. J.J. Arms, which is my friend, actually, believe it or not. J.J. Arms III. I got to call him. J.J. Arms, if you're watching this, I'm going to call you. J.J. Arms, a private investigator, told Fox News Digital, these events are just as nor- just a normal day for the people in Mexico. He said, it's all horrifying to us, but but to people in Mexico, it's just a regular Tuesday. It all It happens all the time and all over the country. He explained that cartels are changing the criminal rules. Previously, they were said to abide by a code similar to the Italian mob. But now, it's happening in areas that used to be off-limits. He's right. The PI said, in the old days, you weren't allowed to target women or children. You weren't allowed to encroach on another cartel's territory. And the resorts were off-limits. Cartels wanted to fly under the radar as much as they could. He added, the rules have now changed. All all that old guard, old guard code is out the window. The resorts are now open shop. I don't know. Are you all going to Mexico? Are you all planning to go to a resort in Mexico? Be careful. I suggest not going. I don't know. I mean, pretty scary stuff. I think the world is so hot right now. I think people are kind of just like in a freeze state, like frozen state, not really willing to make any kind of lateral moves. Maybe some lateral moves are not – not forward move. You know what I'm talking about, right? Hey, yo. I kind of got mixed up right there. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think anybody wants to make a, a move forward. I think that they just want to stay in one place and maybe move laterally. That's what I was trying to say. I, I'm not going. I'm not going to any resorts in Mexico. That's it, man. Forget that. Gavin Newsom launches red state abortion ads over war on travel. So this guy has a book. This guy, uh, Governor Rab- Gavin Newsom, on Sunday broadened his incursion into Red America, unveiling the first in a series of TV ads that accuses conservative officials of holding women hostage, women hostage, by imposing restrictions on their travel for reproductive care. Look how they call it reproductive care. Newsom's new ad, which debuted Sunday on NBC's Meet the Press, will air in Tennessee where a state representative is trying to outlaw transporting a minor for an, for a you-know-what. Under the Tennessee proposal, adults will engage in you-know-what trafficking. Helping pregnant minors get the procedure out of state without parental permission could be charged with a felony that carries up to 15 years in prison. The new TV spot in Tennessee, part of the initial six-figure buy-on broadcast, Cable and digital platforms that will expand to more red states shows a distressed young woman handcuffed to a hospital gurney and pleading for help because she needs an abortion. This is a spiritual war, folks. Whether you like it or not, you better check yourself. You better check yourself before you wreck yourself. (laughs) Seriously. Isn't it becoming more obvious by the day? This is real. It's a real spiritual war. Come on. I mean, a blind man can see this. It's a spiritual war. That's why I'm bringing pastors on my program. That's why I'm bringing more pastors like Andrew Billings, Bo Pony. I'm bringing them on. I'm doing it because you know what? We're in it. And you better get right. 
You know, I would, back in the day, I would say, whatever your God is, get right with your God. But for me, it's Jesus Christ. And I'm not scared to say that. And I say that with confidence. And I know it can take a lot of backlash for it, but that's me. But I don't push it on other people. I don't push it on other people. What I believe is what I believe. And it sure does seem to me like this is it. <laughs> We're in it. I don't know. Just saying. I don't know. Trump calls on Alabama legislature to take action to protect IVF services. So here's Newsom promoting abortion, right? And then here's Trump promoting IVF to have babies. He wants you to have babies. See the difference? Newsom wants you to, you know what? And Trump wants you to have babies. So former President Donald Trump on Friday weighed in for the first time on the Alabama Supreme Court's ruling on in, on in vitro fertilization a week ago, signaling that he opposes the decision and urging the state's legislature to pass a measure to protect those services. So he wants you to have babies. In a post on True Social, Trump said that he strongly supports the availability of IVF for couples who are trying to have a precious baby. Look at the difference here, man. It's a spiritual war. Today, I am calling on the Alabama's legislature to act quickly to find an immediate solution to preserve the ability, the availability of IVF in Alabama. The Republican Party should always be on the side of the miracle of life. Always be on the side of the miracle of life and the side of mothers, fathers, and their beautiful babies, he wrote. Oh, man. Two sides, man. Polar opposite. It's good and evil, folks. Pick it. Pick your lane. This is cool. Because I know, I'm not going to say her name, but I knew the lady that was trying to uh, push the, I think it was called the Rock Dome. And it was going to be a hologram rock experience. And she was really pushing this. And she was so excited about it. A dear, dear friend of mine. I'm not going to say her name. Very famous. Very famous person. Anyway, she she had the I, I thought she had the rights to this, and I thought they were going to open them up, and it looks like they did. But I think they I think they stole it from her. Uh, legendary rock star lined up for stage return as a hologram. Thirty three years after his death, there's that number again. Christy jo- Joko, yo, interview Pastor Pastor Jack Hibbs for from Calvary Chapel Clinic Hills, California. You won't regret. It. Hook me up with him. I'm down. Hey, yo, let's do it. So Freddie Mercury is being lined up to break free again on stage as a hologram. The company which manages his back catalog has filed a trademark for his name in 30 in 3D and virtual reality. That's cool. So you're going to be able to go see him in person, kind of, his hologram. Uh, the move means the queen front man who died 33 years ago could be digitally recreated to perform on stage like the ABBA Voyage Residency in East London. Legal papers show the name has been reserved for immersive 3D virtual augmented and mixed reality experiences and for virtual environments. The trademark for Mercury Songs Limited also covers video games. Bohemian Rhapsody star Freddie Mercury died in London in 1991 at age 45. I think he had had AIDS, right? Speaking last year, Queen bandmate Brian May, who's 76 years old now, said, we've talked about and looked at the hologram of Freddie 
We love to be live and dangerous. That's it. That's our emphasis. Now, when we're all gone, yeah, sure. Make an ABBA thing about us. But while we're still here, we want to play live. So he's arguing that they want to do it live. They don't want this hologram shit. So, I don't know. I saw a hologram on a... I went to uh, Coachella, and I was on stage, believe it or not. I got to go on stage at Coachella in front of, like, gosh, it looked like 100,000 screaming fans. I was on stage when uh, the Mars Volta played. I know the, I know the family very well. And uh, I was on stage, and I walked out on stage, and I put the camera out, and the crowd was, ah, it was awesome, man. It was, like, the coolest experience. I got to see Tupac hologram. Uh, it was it was. Coachella will never be the same because, first of all, I'm never going to be able to be on stage again, right? I mean, I don't want to be part of the crowd, (laughs) you know? Once you go to Coachella and you're on the stage and you're looking at the massive sea of people in front of you, now I know what rock stars feel like. And I was like, holy shit. It was cool to box, right? The biggest crowd I fought in front of was in Monterrey. It was about, ah, shit. It was anywhere from like 14 to 17,000 people. I'm not sure. But to see a sea of 100,000 people in front of you, to sing a song, to play music, now that is the life. That is, that you feel like a god. I can only imagine what that feels like. It would, I, the only way I can relate is when I knock a guy out, boom, the whole arena would go, ah, and I could just stand up and I'd, get, I'd fucking feel amazing and jump on the ring and all that shit. But man. To get out there and having thousands and hundreds of thousands of people sing your music, how incredible would that be? I want if I if I come back to this life, I want to be a rock star. <laughs> Minus the drugs. Wendy Williams shown finishing full bottle of vodka in bed in shocking new doc. We all drink. Why can't I? That was my sister before she passed. Before my sister died of alcoholism. She would finish off a bottle of vodka on the in the bed. I'd watch her do it. And even if you took them away from her, it's like she had a recycling bin or something. I don't know where she'd get it. Uh, former talk show host Wendy Williams revealed in her new documentary that she used to down an entire bottle of vodka while lying in bed all day. Man, this lady is self-destructing. In one scene of Where's Wendy Williams, the 59-year-old is confronted by her manager, Will Selby, who inquires about an empty vodka bottle in her room. So did you eat something or did you have a liquid lunch? Selby asked the legendary television personality who was seen lying in a pink bathroom in her cheetah print bed. Because I came into your room and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I happened to notice one of your specialty items. Do you drink all day? He further pressed. Uh, Yes, Williams responds before quickly changing her answer to no. I don't know if you need this right now, uh, Selby adds soothingly. Man, it seems like they're taking advantage of her, huh? Like, get her help. Go get her help. Don't make a documentary on her. Go get her help. She needs help. Man. So they're they're basically documenting, documenting her demise on television. And I find that to be unacceptable. I had a sister that died from this. My sister, God rest her soul, Patrice, died from alcoholism. And it's the most crushing, hard thing to, 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 to watch. One of my best friends just died last year. Uh, 
Sammy, I've lost a lot of friends to alcoholism. It seems to happen in your late 30s and 40s. Um, you know, but, I mean, they're just going to expose her like this. I, I happen to believe my conspiracy mind, my tinfoil hat-wearing mind, you know, she did not accept this, right? She was opposed to this, and then now look how her life has turned. She was opposed to this at first. And then, man, it looks like they're all out punishing her, right? For taking a stand. I don't know how it's happening. I don't know the forces of evil at work here. I don't know how it, the, the minutia here, but I know there's something going on and there's an evil, good versus evil battle. And we all know it, folks. We all see it. In what the fuck news, in what the fuck news, Israel protester lights himself on fire. So what was he expecting? What is this guy expecting to do? I'm going to light myself on fire and make my point. I'm going to make my damn. I'm going to make my point. Damn it! A man set himself on fire outside the Israel embassy in Washington D.C. Apparently protesting the conflict in the Middle East. Oh, really? Oh boy! Pictures of the protester have been circulating online in the middle of his act of self uh, mutilation. And he has reportedly rushed to the hospital with life-threatening injuries. D.C. fire officials reportedly told the Independent the man the man lit himself ablaze in the afternoon and was, and was extinguished by United States Secret Service. So, if you saw this, this guy's on he's in flames, not rolling around. So he's just standing there on flames. Video from outside the embassy seems to show the aftermath of the protests with investigators searching the area. The Metropolitan Police Department's bomb squad was also reportedly called to check out a suspicious vehicle in the area, but ultimately said it did not contain hazardous material. The New York Times reported the man self-identified as an active-duty Air Force soldier, while others' outlets claim he said, I will be no longer complicit to genocide before starting the fire. So, <laughs> what did this accomplish? I mean, so what did this accomplish for this man? Besides probably going to have, could die, could die from the injuries or just be mutilated the rest of his life. What did this accomplish? It's not like all of a sudden Netanyahu and everyone else out there, Biden, everyone was like, oh my God, did you see that? I can't believe he would do that. What are we doing here? Let's stop the war. This is crazy. What are we doing? He lit himself on fire. He cares that much. Let's stop it all. Turn the aircraft carriers around. Turn the turn back the jets. Come on, guys. Let's just have peace. Let's hug it out. That guy lit himself on fire. That's it. No more. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's not what happened. They just sat there and said, wow, what a fucking dumbass. That's it. That's all that happened. All right, folks. I'm out of here. And the new heavyweight champion of podcasting ends. The Black Sheep of Broadcasting, folks. I'll see you all uh, Wednesday. Later.